This is the Patriot Radio News Hour, brought to you by the Patriot Trading Group. For all your gold and silver buying needs, call them at 1-800-951-0592 or log on to allamericangold.com. Broadcast for Monday, December the 12th, 2016. Well, hey, good morning and welcome. It's the Patriot Radio News Hour, Monday, December 12th. What do we do? The physical delivery of gold and silver. Give us a call, 1-800-951-0592. The lovely Wendy is here today to take your phone calls, answer your questions, walk you through your order, or feel free to go check us out online at allamericangold.com. Not only can you look at the products, but it's as easy as point and click. Also, get the news to disturb the comfortable, where we don't tell you what to think, but we certainly give you something to think about. My name's Homer Lopez, and I'll tell you, I work for a guy who delivers what we call economics with attitude. He's the man behind the show. Joe Jaquin, how are you on a Monday morning? Happy Monday. The countdown, what is it, less than two weeks now before old St. Nick is coming to town. You know, and I started thinking about, about you know, we really kind of live in this Santa Claus economy. Yeah? You know, because when you were, when you were a kid, Right, you you believed that there was a Santa Claus. Right, he's making a list and he's checking it twice, and and your parents used to, you know, if you're a good boy, there's going to be presents underneath the tree. They're just going to miraculously appear. And well, if you're sitting there watching the cartoons that go with it, that's how it works. Right, and then as you get a little older. You find out the truth, right? And the truth was the, the the fat man in the red suit that you left out the cookies and milk for was really your mom and your dad, right? And I remember, at least for my house, my mom was so upset when my older brother told me that Santa was, wasn't real, you know? And, and I remember confronting my mom about it and, and and of course I started to realize I didn't you know let's face it once you once you know the truth right you kind of you look for the sign you're like son I can't believe it <laughs> right. I can just picture you how old are you at this point I was like six okay so you're running around in your onesie you know <laughs> I'm like one of those kids. I'm going to stay up. I'm staying up. I'm going to catch Santa in the air. I don't know how my parents did. Because they would uh, put it all together anyway. But I guess what what I'm really talking about is as we've we've gotten older now, more and more people, they want to have the Santa Claus economy, which is, hey, just give it to me. Right? Just give me what I want. I don't want to actually go out and earn it. I don't want to actually go out and work for it. And if I work for a company that has it, I want everything handed to me. Right? Give me every tax break. Give me every incentive. And when that's not good enough, give me the ability to take the job somewhere else. 
And I just sit there, and everything I read, everything I see, it's give me, give me, give me. You know, and I look at all of these these companies, and, and I look at America in its entitlements, and, and all the, the handouts that we give, and I look at, you know, the national debt. We're now what, less than $58 billion from $20 trillion. And and I'm like, man, the way this thing's going, we're going to hit $20 trillion before Trump even gets into office. And and it's like three months ago, I said, I don't know, it's early March. Now early March is like early January. That's how fast it's happening. And I look at all the businesses. I mean, they, everyone wants to hand out. Oh, wait, you want me to create a couple hundred jobs? Well, what tax break are you going to give me? Right? You know, I, what incentives are you going to give me? That and is there are there any Americans that believe that you can stop it from getting to twenty trillion? It's inevitable. Oh, no, 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 that's, it's please. inevitable. What they don't realize, what most people don't realize is it's gonna be forty trillion in, in a blink of an eye. And and that's the part that's really gonna be scary. But the thing is, you know, you sit there and you look at uh the congressional budget office has actually tried, and again, this isn't, they're not the panacea here when it comes to budgeting, because a lot of the work that they do, it has to be based on the parameters that are given to them, instead of them being able to say, hey, listen, this is kind of the trend, and we're going to use those numbers, but nonetheless, they've looked at it all. They've gone through, and of course, it, it, and not even all, most of the budget, you can't even audit a lot of the money the government. The government spends over $4 trillion a year, and there's at least a trillion dollars where no one really knows where it went. But they took it all, they looked at it all, and, and really they broke down the picture of the best, super best case for the United States. And you sit there, and again, and I use the Christmas analogy. What are we going to do? We're going to wait for Santa Claus to show up? Right, with the new Xbox game, he's going to show up with the the uh, the a miraculous $40 trillion just going to come out of the sky out of nowhere? Right, and I look at... Uh, the, the Trump rally today, which has uh, been a great little rally. But think about what it is. And, you know, you think about it's the richest cabinet appointments in the history of appointments. And there's a lot of billionaires that are really happy to be on Donald's seat because they're hoping that he what? They're hoping that he gives them a little Santa Claus gift. Patriot Radio News Hour will be back. Double J and the Love Patriot Radio News Hour, our toll-free number, 800 Don't forget, when you go out to allamericangold.com, make sure you click the Order Now button. It's right on the logo. Uh, the Order Now button takes you to our shopping cart, our new and improved shopping cart. Um, you can actually see... Uh, what the specials are, you can now pay by check online, which saves you money. Uh, you can, uh, for the first time ever, we did it.
Friday for the first time. We're going to do it again today where you can pay the exact same price for any of the specials that we run online as you do when you call the 800 number. Um, So make sure you check that out. Don't forget the podcast, right? Make sure you follow us on SoundCloud. Uh, That way you'll get notifications as to uh, when the podcasts are up. And let's not forget the medals program as uh, we're a couple weeks away from delivering on those. And, and, uh, you know, not to brag, or maybe to brag, but this is going to be a really another great quarter. I've got great stuff that, uh, and, and really when I say great stuff, what I mean is the price you're going to get it for, that's what's so great about it. You're getting gold, you're getting silver, uh, four physical deliveries a month. Uh, really intended for the little guys out there, because even today, today we have a special on a gold piece, and it's $645 when you pay by the check on a $10 Liberty. For a lot of people, that's a, that's a huge chunk of money. You know, if you think about it, we already we know for a fact less than less than half of all Americans even have four hundred dollars in their savings account. Yeah, if their washer or dryer goes down, they can't replace it. Right. So that's a lot. So we created this this metals program for everybody. You can and you can get started for as little as a hundred dollars a month. And there is no man. If you want to do, you know, a thousand dollars a month, two thousand dollars a month, whatever it may be, you bet. And then the best part is we pool all of that money together, and we make large. I mean, we just make massive buys that allow us to buy it for even less, and we pass all of that savings on to everybody that's in the metals program, and you pay the cheapest prices. Period. And it really doesn't matter, uh, like I said, you know, $645 is a lot of money for a lot of people. A lot of times we're running the specials that are two, three, four, five thousand dollars $5,000. So this is a great opportunity. Anybody that wants to be involved in the gold and silver market and make sure that they're protected, we're here to take care of that. Uh, if you have any questions, call us at 800-951-0592. Uh, But before the break, I was telling you about how the Congressional Budget Office, I guess they took their attempt at trying to figure out how we can come to a, I don't know, a somewhat balanced budget, something in the ballpark of a balanced budget, The good news is that the green shades and number crunchers at the Congressional Budget Office have produced a massive checklist, a Texas Chainsaw Massacre-style attack on all the waste and the padding and the feather bedding in the entire U.S. federal budget. And I was like, ooh, 
don't know if you ever seen that movie, you know, the Texas Chainsaw Massacre, the movie. Right? The guy, the guy wore the... Leatherface. Leatherface, <laughs> yeah. He was bad dude, man. The oh, bad yeah. news is the math just doesn't add up, and it's not even close. The latest CBO publication, and, it, you know, this is one of those where only super geeks get excited about this. Right, so hence, I'm pretty excited about it. It's the options, here's what it's called, options for reducing the deficit 2017 through 2026. Now, as most of you know, if you've listened to this show for any length of period, December marks the end of the first quarter of 2017 financially for the federal government. So the the publication reducing the deficit 2017 through 2026, it was more than 300 pages. It is basically a <laughs> budget porn for the conservatives. And uh, here's what they said. They said the they slashed the numbers of federal employees and got their pensions. The CBO looked at it, said, "Hey, what if we just started firing people, gutted their pensions, and all subsidized loans for those fancy pants entitled?" college students right and of course you can tell the slant of the guy that wrote this right but but the thing that you really need to know is what really happened you could go to Harvard for $4,000 in the 70s like Ben Bernanke did or Janet Yellen went to Yale I mean now four grand doesn't even get you through a week at these schools It says that the CBO looked at that. Stop subsidizing Amtrak. Scrap NASA's human space exploration program. Finish off Head Start. Cutting all highway funding that isn't paid for by the highway toll. All of this and more within the report trying to give you an understanding of how massive the problem is. Eliminate Obamacare completely. Well, that was actually supposed to reduce the deficit. <laughs> right? Remember, I mean, he told everybody. I was like the only guy going, wait a minute. We're going to try to give 30 million people free health care that don't have it now. And we're going to give it to them for free. And that's actually going to make it cost less. Nobody else could figure that out. Slash spending on Medicaid. Convert federal employees' health benefit programs into a cheaper voucher plan. 
That's all in there as well. But when they came time to to look at would that be enough, here's what ended up, I guess here's what the number ended up coming in. The federal government spends over $4 trillion a year and will do so, and, and unfortunately, that number is going to be five trillion six by 2026. We're probably going to be looking at a number north of six trillion dollars a year. The CBO came up with 74 inventive plans to slash spending, and and here's what they ended up coming up with. They said over the next 10 years, if they just did all of the things that I just talked about and more, they only came up with just under $4 trillion, which if you divide it by 10, it worked out to about $390 billion in savings. So think about this fire a bunch of people and all these ridiculous pensions that they get right and all the subsidies and all the college subsidies reduce medicaid reduce social security benefits you name it and that was the best they could come up with we ran a fake budget deficit of three or six hundred billion dollars this year of course, the real number, well, it's $1.4 trillion, but the real number, when you just try to keep it in the right years, was $1.1 trillion. And it said that uh, 8% of federal projected spending between now and 2026 may be saved if you did all of these things that we just talked about. It says that the CBO says that the best-case scenario for the next 10 years... Now, think about it. This is their best-case scenario. And their best-case scenario is, hey, let's pretend that we're going to get 3 to 4% GDP. The unemployment rate is going to stay the same. There's no recessions. There's no slowdowns. And life is good. Would be $8.6 trillion dollars in federal budget deficit, which would put it up, what, well, if we did the math, that put it up near $29 trillion. And, and that's without any tax cuts. Now, that's not even, if then, now keep in mind, no tax cuts, right? No wall in that number, right? None of the other things that, that, is going to get us to this 3 to 4%. So already the number is a bad number, right? Because history tells right now our growth rate's 2%. If you put that $8.6 trillion and you only get 2% growth, all of a sudden now you're at $12 trillion. Without any slowdown, without any recession, without interest rate spiking, which may be the most important part of all of that, and so when you looked at what they did and you look at all three 
hundred pages. Here's what they said are the biggest costs. 2017, Social Security and Medicare, $1.7 trillion. So if you think about the government collects about $3 trillion, spends $4 trillion. Those two programs, that's $1.7 trillion. By 2020, those two programs will be over $2 trillion. More than half of what we'll spend anything on. Now, that is, uh, now this guy likes to point out that's more than twice as much as the welfare. It says that uh, older Americans. Here's where the rest of the budget comes in outside of the older American. Defense. Okay, that that's up there. Six that's about five, six hundred billion dollars. Of course, veterans included in that number. Medicare. Right, what's different than Medicaid? Obviously Social Security and Net interest on the debt just those four programs you've essentially spent almost all the money collected in taxes Patriot Radio News Hour will be back after the break this is the Phyllis Schlafly Report a daily commentary continuing the conservative pro-family legacy of Phyllis Schlafly. Now from the Eagle Forum Studios, here's Ryan Haidt. Besides felons, an even larger category of persons ineligible to vote is non-citizens. Surely we can all agree that U.S. citizenship should be required for anyone to vote in U.S. elections? Yet most states do not demand proof of U.S. citizenship from persons voting or registering to vote. No one denies that our registration rolls include millions of non-citizens, both legal and illegal, who have accidentally or intentionally registered to vote while applying for public assistance or a driver's license. But how many of those ineligible voters actually voted, and how many elections were swayed by those fraudulent votes? Well, a study published in 2014 by researchers at Old Dominion University provides some answers. Using standard statistical techniques, the study concludes that tens of thousands of illegal votes were cast in recent elections by citizens of other countries. In the 2008 Minnesota Senate race that Al Franken supposedly won by 312 votes, researchers estimate that 3,000 votes were cast by persons who were not U.S. citizens. The study also concludes that in the 2008 presidential election in North Carolina, Obama's narrow victory margin of 14,000 votes was made possible by non-citizen voters. Although felons and non-citizens are obvious sources of voter fraud, they're just the beginning. According to a study by the Pew Center on the States, published in 2012, more than 24 million voter registrations are invalid or seriously inaccurate. Among the bad registrations are 1.8 million people who are dead and 2.8 million who are registered in more than one state. About 12 million registrations had incorrect addresses, which suggests that the voter no longer lived at the address where he registered. Earlier this fall, a judge in St. Louis threw out a Democratic primary election because of absentee voter fraud and ordered a do-over. 
Every bad voter registration creates the temptation to cheat by casting a ballot in the name of a voter who has died or moved away. Liberals claim such impersonation is rare because it's rarely punished. But with 24 million bad registrations, many close elections could easily be determined by fraudulent votes. This has been the Phyllis Schlafly Report from Eagle Forum. What can and should be done about double voting and voting by dead people, convicted felons, dogs, and illegal aliens? Write Eagle Forum Radio, Alton, Illinois, 62002 and ask for the latest on election fraud. That's Eagle Forum Radio, Alton, Illinois, 62002. Or go to eagleforum.org. Thanks for listening and join us again next time for the Phyllis Schlafly Report. Here's how it breaks down. And we can, I guess we can try to believe that there's a way out of this. But I want everybody to understand. The bankers got us here. They colluded. And really, I mean, I guess for lack of a better term, married into the establishment got the central bank reintroduced into this country in 1913 took the gold away from the citizenry in 1933 ended the gold standard in 1971 which is really the most important date. You know, when they try to massage the numbers, they like to pretend that you could go back 200 years and count the Dow versus gold. Of course, you really couldn't, right? Because the money was gold back then. The money stopped being gold for us in 33, but for the whole world in 1971. And it's just very interesting when you think about the last trade surplus that's occurred during this time, right, going all the way back, that we essentially cease to run a trade surplus ever again in this country. We haven't really, we haven't had a surplus in the budget since this time. Now they, they give you a couple fake ones. We got a couple fake ones during the Clinton years. Even though the budget deficit actually went up. Never happened again. We've lived in an economy that has just been blown up by debt, right? We've, they've tried to pretend that we could have economic prosperity from a printing press, right? They wanted to be Santa Claus. We're just going to throw money everywhere, and we're going to call that prosperity, Right, and you think about all the free crap that they put underneath the tree. And then what did they say? 
Ah, we'll pay for it later. Don't worry, because as long as you buy the debt with us, you're going to have plenty of money. Right? Just buy Wall Street, and everything will be fine. Right? The old buy and old. <laughs> right? Which is devastated, untold amount of people. And they sit there and you look at, if you can buy Medicare and Medicaid and Social Security together right now, it's $2 trillion. When you combine Medicare, Medicaid, and Social Security, it's $2 trillion. You throw in defense spending, right, you're at about $2.6 trillion. You throw in the interest payments on the debt, even at rates near zero, you've just hit $3 trillion. And we haven't even done anything yet. Haven't paid any government workers. Haven't funded the judicial system or anything else. Haven't done anything food stamps, all of the hundred and some odd welfare programs, the highway spending, none of it. And I'm telling you that you just take, and we'll see about defense. I'm going to set that one aside. Medicare, Medicaid, Social Security, interest on the debt. In the next 10 years, and this is what the CBO knows. Now, they can't show it on their 300-page report because they aren't allowed to deal in facts. they got to use the lies. But the fact is we are going to add another 1.3 trillion 1.4 trillion dollars a year in just those three areas assuming and this is a big assumption interest rates the federal funds rate the fed's funds rate doesn't exceed 2% the higher the Fed funds rate goes, the more I need to add to the number. How much more? Let's just say they go to three. Add another $250 billion. If it goes to four, got to do $250 billion twice. So add another half a trillion dollars. If the Fed's funds rate went to six, I'd have to add another trillion dollars to the number. And you start thinking about all of a sudden between Medicare, Medicaid, Social Security, and interest on the debt, we are going to be paying somewhere around 4 to 5 
trillion dollars a year. That's it. Those are my numbers. I just want you to know that that I didn't make these numbers up. We already spend two trillion dollars for Medicare, Medicaid, and Social Security. That's a fact. It's a fact. Interest on the debt's around three hundred billion, four hundred billion dollars. That's a fact. For every one percentage point of G of Fed fund rate increases, about two hundred, and as the number grows, two hundred and fifty billion dollars extra a year to the debt. So you really think that we're not going to enter a period of hyperinflation? I think, you know what, they already know. They already wrote the textbook. And this is why all of the central banks are trying to get to the next thing. The new money that's coming. We're going to talk about that next. 800-951-0592. Trending on Twitter is, uh, uh, I guess it's Citigroup. Citibank, Citigroup, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, and when something's trending, there's a hashtag in front of it. And uh, right now, uh, number two trending in the in the country right now is let's face money, hashtag let's face money. You mean it's trending bigger than Kim Kardashian's boobs or cleavage or butt shop? It absolutely is trending bigger uh, than all of that. Wow. Yeah. Um, I mean, she broke the but, internet. But this is this is actually a paid trending thing, just so you know. But what's happening is it's on everyone's feed. They're pushing it. So it's number two. Actually, it says tied for number one as far as trending in the United States right now on Twitter. You so know what the number one thing is? Well, 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 yeah. You didn't tell them what it was. Well, tell them what it is. Let's face money. And what it is is... Uh, trending on Twitter, paid for by the banks. Let's face Money. People will do almost anything to avoid facing money, like literally. And then what it is is a string of commercials, whether it's your elderly, whether you're a young child or a young person, it is anything that has to do with money, we don't want to have to do it. Let's face money is let's get rid of money. When you need a global mega bank to protect you from wealth guilt imposed by implacably British street urchins, Turn to Citibank, and we'll just hand you a card and get rid of your cash. It, it is, I mean, and I'm telling you... Would you need a global mega bank? I'm reading it verbatim to you. On Twitter right now, that's, been, that's trending right now. This is one of the posts that's out there. It, it, it is an attack on money. If you go out to allamericagold.com, the very first article today, and I've been telling all of you, and I know some of you don't want to listen. That's okay. Some of you want to believe that that everything's going to somehow miraculously be okay. A lot of you don't want to believe that what I'm saying is true. But I think the vast majority of you know I don't want it to be true, but I know that it probably is. 
Joe's probably right. He's been doing it a long time. And usually what he says ends up happening. But you know what? Gold fell. It was thirteen hundred dollars, now it's eleven sixty, and I don't know what to do. Yeah, you do. Buy it while it's on sale. That's what you need to do. This isn't the end of a gold run. This is the beginning. And I've said that all the way through this run. This is just from two fifty to nineteen and that was just the first leg of this thing. The reason why they need your wealth. Why do you think they changed all the rules? Why is it that the firemen and the police officers in Dallas can't pull their money out? Just like I told you. Guess what? This is going to happen to you as well. Sure as I'm sitting here. You're not going to be able to get it. There's a growing number of central banks questioning the point of printing paper money. Yeah, they're questioning because you know, guess what? They need it gone. In Denmark. The wardens of cash are now looking into producing a virtual currency instead. Oh, gee, who said that? Oh, wait. Told you. Every central bank in the world, this is where it's going. Right? It's over. Trending on Twitter. The banks are now paying to blast your Twitter page into making you think that you don't want cash anymore. And these global mega banks, they're here to help. They say that it will make crime harder and oversight easier. That's the part you need to be scared about. I don't know how they get crime harder. I think I got to believe that hacking people's data and getting right everybody that that has debit card credit card and a credit card if you've had it for any length of time you've been hacked homer just got hacked last week yeah uh week after thanksgiving the week, the week after of thanksgiving what what happened was well, that the, last week two weeks ago okay you're right thanksgiving was early this year you're right no the only thing i'll tell you is if it hadn't been for the fact that they made a purchase uh overseas I, I think I would have been at a loss, but they caught. They caught, but it they happened. They didn't catch every... the hacker. Right, right. No, they just they replaced the money. They replaced my money. Right. Says that the Danes aren't alone. Britain and Sweden are blazing a trail in Europe. Singapore and Canada have already tested blockchain currency systems. Governor Lars Road whose job as of 2017 will no longer include overseeing a cash printing press. That's right. Denmark, they're going to farm it out, right? They're going to have Finland print their coins, and I don't know who's going to print their money yet. They haven't said. They said that 
Though cash won't completely disappear yet, Denmark is exploring cheaper and more efficient alternatives. The central bank estimates that the total cost to society of using paper money is at least double that of relying on credit and debit cards. See? That's why. Just so expensive. Why do you think it's expensive? Maybe because the central bank won't stop printing up all this fake money. Patriot Radio News Hour, final segment coming up. Final segment, Patriot Radio News Hour. I don't know how many tweets Donald's going to have to send, but it's going to have to be a lot. The latest was the F-35 program. That was the, the new airplane uh, for the for our defense. It says, cost is out of control. Billions of dollars can and will be saved on military and other purchases as soon as I'm inaugurated. And I think that was, who was that? Northrop Drummond, who was that? That Whose stock got hit from that? Whoever's building the, uh, the F-35, their stock was down today. Uh, but, but Lockheed Martin. Lockheed Martin, thank you. Lockheed Martin. But it's not enough. But the problem is we're talking about billions when we need to be talking about trillions. we got to come up with trillions. By the way, the, back to this story about the Dutch. It's going to be called the E-Kroner. How about the E-Federal Reserve note? Don't worry, because each one of these electronic kroners is going to have a serial number, which would make currency units traceable at all times. A blockchain, a ledger, chronologically transactioned would allow for such tracking, and there you have it. They're going to know everything you've ever bought for the rest of your life, and they're going to have full access to your money by simply denying you access to it. Well, let's see. I've got a 10 kroner, a 5 kroner, a 20 kroner. <laughs> I'm trying to remember what show that's from. <laughs> but, uh, but nonetheless, you really will have no kroner. Because that ultimately is what is going to happen. You start thinking about $40 trillion, $50 trillion, $100 trillion. That's Putty from Seinfeld. Putty, that's right. <laughs> He's on the plane with the lane sitting next to vegetable lasagna. <laughs> Don't be a vegetable lasagna. lasagna. Call today, U.S. $10 Liberties. There's 645 when you pay by check, if you want to put it on your card, $659. They're also available to be ordered online at allamericangold.com for the exact same price. Or you simply do it the old-fashioned way. Call us, 800-951-0592. And make sure you get your assets protected. Really, and who are you protecting it from? I hate to say it, but you're protecting it from our own central bank. Do you really think they have the plan? Do you? 
How have they done for you so far? Just start asking yourself, do you really believe that we're going to continue this prosperity through the printing press? You know why they're liking Trump? Because they know that the debt's going to go higher, so therefore the Federal Reserve can raise rates. Of course, what does that mean? It just means the debt gets farther and farther out of control, and then eventually when it gets too far out of control, you have Venezuela. Unless they've got a, an e-kroner, and they can just take it from you. Patriot Radio News Hour. What's in your wallet? We'll be back tomorrow. Everyone take care.